that the sending of the, of the spies was dependent, that was the opinion of Moshe, that was his decision. But I, meaning Hashem, I'm not, I'm not commanding you to do that. So we have to understand about this. Moshe Rabbeinu was a faithful servant of Hashem. Und is the fa the fun verstanden, so therefore it's clear, it should be clear, das was Daitish or Mesh's given to Shikna Miraglim, that the fact that Mesha thought that it was the appropriate thing to send Miraglim is as the far was of Say's given Daitushuladina. That can only be because that was also the opinion of his master, which is Daibishad Hashem himself. Um vi the Posik is made, and as the Posik actually says this, Bayishlach Aisam Mesha Al Piyashem. Moshe sent them according to the instruction of Hashem. In other words, with the permission of Hashem, as Rashi says. Haste, so therefore it must be as their So then, obviously, the sending of the Miraglim was something which was the appropriate thing. There's something that should have been done. And as the Ramban explains, as that the natural way of conquering a land, a country, is is by first sending scouts. So is is the best to find out what is the easiest and the best way to conquer the land. And since we have a rule that one should not rely on miracles. And it was essential, it was necessary that they should prepare for the war to conquer Israel in a natural means. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu agreed that it was a good idea to send Meraglim because this was actually what was required. We have to go through the natural process. Is nishvastandig. So then we have to understand. Favos had the evishter does tayligavem in daitish l'moisha. Why then did Hashem say, make a point to say that it was up to Moshe Rabbeinu and not that He is commanding it? When nishdalim l'chatchilong is after them, why did Hashem not command them to do that? Oichtafim fashtem. We also have to understand. In regards to the meraglim, Rashi says, Oisa shok sheirim hayu. At that time, at the time when they were sent, they were kosher, meaning to say that they were tzaddikim. As it has to be understood, it's a simply a logical thing. As Moshe Rabbeinu said, that if Moshe Rabbeinu chose these particular people to send them, then we would have to say not only were they proper people, nor the ambestin but he must have chosen people that were most fitting for this type of a mission. So he chose them because they were the right people for this. Then why is it 
that they, there was such a fundamental change in their attitude to this whole matter. From one extreme to the other. Not only the, in the end, even though they started out as the exact right people, these are really the right people for this mission. And then it turned out that they went the other extreme. Not only did they not um, complete their mission properly, but because of the, their behavior, they brought upon the Jewish people a a tragedy that went on that goes on for all generations. So we'll understand this by first explaining in them in regards to that which we find as the that their mission was made up of two components. Number one, so to find out, to scout out all those things which are necessary for conquering the land. as said to them, you shall see uh, whether they are a powerful people, a mighty people, Hamaat, are they many or le- or little, or do they sit in enclosed cities, or do they sit in open cities? All of these are matters which pertain to how to conduct the war against them. The second component was so to find out about the country itself. is this a good land? Hashmenahi is it a fertile land? As un at kedekach, it went so far. Is given a geya ados the tzveitin tale for the shlichas, and it was so important. This second part of the shlichas was so important. As Moshe had said, in other words, it was so important to find out to get a report about the country itself. As Moshe had said, ungezak is chazaktem lekachtem apriyaretz. Moshe had been said to them, you shall strengthen yourself and take from the fruits of the land and bring it back here so that we can see it. Afal now this was said to them even though as Dorch Mitnem and Mepriya Aritz by taking with them samples of the fruits of the land in this would endanger them. As Mevet Kenan the Kenan as Zanimaragdan because when they are if they're detected taking fruit and taking them out of the country everybody would come, why are you doing this? There must be something about why are you here? Why are you doing this? So they would be identified as spies, so they could be identified as spies. So why, is, so, but it was still worth it to measure that they should bring it back, even though it endangered their mission in themselves. Even so, even though it was endangering them, they need to do this, they need to take on the courage and bring fruits back. Is Nishlatik, so this has to be understood. It's true that there's no comparison between when you see something with your own eyes to when you hear it from somebody else describing it. And therefore, because of this, that not although it's true. That Hashem had already related to the Yidnas Eretz Yisrael as Eretz Tovar Chavadet as Eretz Yisrael is a good land and an open land. Eretz Zavas Chalavajet Vash. It's a land that's flowing with milk and honey. When Yidn Zayne Dachmaminim B'Nei Maminim, and since the Yidn believe in Hashem and they trust Hashem, they are believers, the sons of believers, as the Gemara says. Well, Befrat has meant as the as Medarf the Bayin Ishton Kometzamuna. 
especially in this case where you don't even have to it's not even a matter of faith because people that lived in, in Mitzrayim which was the neighboring land to Eretz Yisrael so the people there knew what was going on in Eretz Yisrael they knew that it was a fertile land they knew that it had good fruits so it's not really something that you have to tr- put your trust in Hashem to know that this is true so even though this is true they knew that it was a good land and they heard about it and Hashem told them so but that cannot be compared to actually laying your own eyes on the fruits and being amazed by the by the fruits and seeing the fruits of the land would have brought out a great joy and excitement for the Yidden to go to Eretz Yisrael. they it would encourage them that they want to go to Eretz Yisrael. and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted them to bring or that could be explained as to why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted them to bring from Desveg but still on the other hand then is das as is it that essential bis zu einstellen über dem the lemons from the Meraglim that for this um, seeing it they should actually risk the lives of the Meraglim that they should might be caught as spies why was it so essential for Meshur Rabbeinu to tell them to take on the courage and bring the fruits from Eretz Yisrael to the Midbar? Gimel, Eina from the Biurim in them, one of the explanations for this is, Hagam as the Yisait from Kiyam HaTayre is Hakdomas Nasal and Nishma, even though it's true that the foundation of Tayre, of our perform, uh, fulfilling the mitzvahs in the Tayre and learning Tayre, is because we said we submit to whatever Hashem wants and only then are we ready do we need to want to hear it as well even so this is true that that's the foundation committing yourself to do it is not enough but after the nasma we follow up with the nishma and we will hear which means that nishma over here in this case means we will Seek. We will endeavor to understand why Hashem wants us to do these things. Like from the pasuk, speak because I am listening, which means speak because I'm I'm paying attention. I I want to understand what you're saying. So the word nishma here means we want to understand why it is that Hashem wants us to do it, and that's something that Hashem wants as well. And the same holds true also for the Yidden going to Eretz Yisrael. It's true that Hashem had told the Yidden that it was a good land and so on. But the Eibishter will as Yidden's own einzend them goods for Eretz Yisrael. Hashem doesn't want that they should simply submit to it. Hashem said it's good. It's good. He wants them to come to understand this on their own they should appreciate it they should see that it's a good place and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu instructed they should bring from the fruits of the land so that the the, the, uh, the, the will of the Yidden to go to Israel should be nishnor not only because Hashem said that that's what we should do, so we want to follow Hashem's instructions. And therefore they listen to the instruction of Hashem, which is included in the concept of Nasa. He said to do it, we'll do it. 
nor rather what he wanted is that he wanted that they themselves should have a chayas and want to go to Eretz Yisrael not only because Hashem said so but because this is a good place they themselves understand that it's a good thing they want to go to Eretz Yisrael because now they see that this is truly a good land this is the best land that they could be given as a gift and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted and the Zelbe Zach has been a geyedem eshtentel von and the same is true also for the first part of the mission of the Meraglim so the first part was that they should scout out to see what's the easiest way to conquer the land as the Kavon of the Bayez Given, the intent over here was, as Eden's own Einzim Besichlam Biyachol Nuchala, that the Eden should come to understand, not just because Hashem says that it's going, that that'll happen, but that they should come to understand, yeah, we'll be able to de- deal with this. We will be able to conquer the land. When does the Zeich the Tam, Favos the Ebishter, had nicht angesagt, and that's the reason why Hashem did not instruct. Moshe Rabbeinu to send them a raglim. Nor shlach v'cholodaytacha, but rather he left it up to Moshe Rabbeinu to make that decision. The reason is hayoyis adamuchuvim from shluchah meraglim is it's uftam by Eden the nishma. Since the purpose of sending the meraglim was that the Eden should come to understand it on their own, they should understand that this is good and that's the right and that it it'll be it's doable. Is to oiftam by Eden the nishma b'negay the knisut Yisrael, yeah. And the river is the river oich the shaluch gufa gekumen and oifin full of daitacha. That's why sending the meraglim was also not by the instruction of Hashem, but rather they should come to make that decision, or at least Moshe Rabbeinu should come to that decision on his own. As mitutas vayel azoy darv zayin mitzadam mitzadas that he does it because this is the right decision this is a logical sensible decision this is how it should be done not only because Hashem said to do it so we'll do it he wanted that the whole purpose of the sending Meraglim was to bring the Yidin around to see it that way so the, the mission to bring that about also should come from their own decision that this is the right thing to do, and not because Hashem said to do it. Dalit. The mitveh menoich fashtein, so according to this we'll also now understand, how was it that the meraglin was oisashok sheirem hayu, as we said before, at the time when they were sent, they were proper good yidin tzadikim. How could they fail so miserably in this mission? That they ended up saying, we're never going to be able to conquer the land. How could they go so far from one extreme to the other? But now we can understand that since the whole purpose of this shlichus was to come to your own understanding of the matter, to determine the ability to be able to go and conquer Eretz Yisrael, according whether it's logical, whether it makes sense, whether it's doable. Therefore, they were able to make the mistake and miscalculate the whole matter from top to from beginning to end. It was all dependent. The whole idea was that it should be dependent on their 
calculation of whether it's possible or not. So they miscalculate it. However, it takes a lot of miscalculation. But also the miraglim of gezakt because in the end if you look at it you see that everything that they said about Eretz Yisrael and the people that lived there they are a very mighty people we saw the children of giants there all of that was true even their conclusion that we will not be able to conquer such people which what they meant to say was naturally there is no way that we can do this Kemenish Kavazain Eretz Yisrael, we would never be able to conquer Eretz Yisrael. Hatanorten Seichel was actually something which might make sense logically. Kumtoi, so what comes out as the Miraglim of Miladaita Makayim given the Shlichas of Elchazan and Gishigivarn. So the Miraglim, in their minds, they thought that they were they were doing what Moshe Rabbeinu sent them to do. Go check out whether it's doable, whether we can conquer the land. They came back and they said, we looked at it, it doesn't seem possible. He told them to do that, so they did that. So then what was the problem? The Torah is Bashtan and in them, so what was their mistake? Their mistake was, their The conclusion was their mistake. Moshe Rabbeinu never sent them to determine whether it's possible to conquer as Israel. They never told them to do that. The only thing he sent them to find out was what is the best approach? He never said find out if it's possible. He said what's the best approach to do it? That's all they should have done. And to the contrary, from the very fact that Moshe Rabbeinu sent them to, to scout out the land, to determine how it should be conquered, what's the best way to do it, is given that that in itself should have been proof to them that Moshe Rabbeinu was of the opinion that it could be done. It, that's a given that it could be done and even naturally it could be done the fact that he sent them to find out what's the best way to do it means he's dealing with it in a natural way yet he knows that it, it could be done he's asking them to find out how not whether so since it's all being done in a natural way Moshe Rabbeinu obviously believed that it could be done naturally because if the only way that they could Moshe Rabbeinu believed that the only way that they could conquer Israel would be in a miraculous way so then there would be no need at all to send spies if we're all relying on miracles so what do we need spies for to figure it out that when they came to the conclusion that we will not be able to go to Yisrael, take over Yisrael, is Nishnarayisafaivdashlich not only was it adding to what Moshe Rabbeinu told them to do, nor Nochme, but it was even more, even worse, is Heipachashlichos. That was went contrary to what he told them to do. He told them, We're going, we're gonna do it. How do we do it the best way? They come back and they say we can't do it. That is exactly the opposite of what he told them to do. Hey 
Torah is Veloshan Since Torah is means to teach, it's a teaching, it's a lesson. Is the fun verstanding so this way I understand as in Torah is Eucharan the Omweisung Vizichzu Bavoran and from Torah Sumeragdam. Clearly, if the Torah is telling us this story and he wants us to avoid the same mistake, so there must be in this something in the Torah that teaches how to avoid such a mistake. Vos is the Eitzah. What is that advice? The Shema Seder Leit Minig Yisrael is Shlach. The name of this Seder, as, as the Minig Yisrael is, that we call it Shlach. What does the word Shlach mean? Sen, Shlichus. It's like, it, it's, it's from the root word of Shlichus. As Aid da Vissen, Aid has to know. As Oich Venefanem Tzich Midder Avoidafun Nishma, that even when he is when he is involved in the aspect of Avaida which is called Nishma, which means Fashtem Besichloi, that now you're involved in trying to get your mind around why and what and how and so on. Not Nasa, simple submission. You're in, you want to understand because Hashem told you to understand. Ladaitacha, when he's busy with your opinion, how do you formulate your opinion about this? you always have to remember as a tutus al sashliach for Moshe that when when we pursue understanding why something should be done, we do it as a a messenger of Moshe. We do it as a shliach of Moshe. We don't do it because I want to understand why this is necessary. Nor is the I I pursue the the seichel, the understanding of trying to understand why Hashem wants something, not because I want to understand, but because Hashem wants me to understand. He instructed me to try to understand. And then we will be certain that not only will our, our nasa, our submission be nor, uh, proper nor but even our pursuit of intellectually understanding what it is, why it is will also be done properly this will ascertain that when we use our logic to try to understand something it will be true logic it will be the truth we will pursue and understand get to understand the truth of the matter and be able to come to the correct conclusion because the Zach von Seichel is the what is the uh, tool of Seichel what is it used for so Seichel is meant to be used to find out what is the true nature what is the real truth about this and therefore the only, only way you can get to the truth about a matter is to set aside your own preconceptions uh, about it every person has their own um, own leanings in matters so you know you lean to the right you lean to the left in, uh, you know, conceptually to the right or to the left so everybody has their own leanings and that could influence how you see something and therefore you have no idea whether you're seeing it correctly or not but the purpose of Seichel is to get to the truth of the matter not just to um, put your own imprint on something and now you think it's this way and therefore it's necessary in order to get to the truth you have to be able to apply yourself to the matter itself and not from the perspective that you come from 
when somebody is pursuing a matter in his mind, so live zayin egenim gishmak. If you're doing it because you enjoy it and you want to get to the bottom of it, demel tizrech. Then it's quite possible as zolzicharai mishud egenim tiyas that your own, as I said, leaning should get into the mix. Biz as a proven supas in the mitzvah to zayin And what happens is you try to see or imagine the reality in accordance with the way you see the world. So you justify, it becomes more of a justification of your way of thinking, and you try to fit everything into your way of thinking, or to your leanings, and then you're not getting to the truth. Tosfas is enough for the Biurim in Inyan This is one of the explanations of what the Torah says in regards to if somebody takes graft. Somebody takes bribery. What does the Torah say? If somebody takes bribery, then it blinds the eyes of the of the of the uh, smart people. And it will skew the words of righteous people. That's what the Torah says. Therefore, you shouldn't take bribery. If you look at this passage, you have to ask the question. Since the Torah says the people that are smart, in other words, Torah agrees that they are smart people, they're clever. Un tzaddikim and also agrees that they are righteous people. So then, if the Torah calls them tzaddikim and chachamim, then they are truly what could only be described as real tzaddikim and real chachamim. Then how could a tzaddik accept bribery? Why would that be called a tzaddik? Or a chacham for that matter. Nor, so the answer is, What the Torah is saying is, a person could, uh, of course a tzaddik or even a chacham would never take money in order to give the wrong conclusion. He's going to allow himself to give the wrong conclusion over money, a tzaddik or a chacham. What he's doing is, bribery will not lead you to say a lie, to go, you know, to knowingly do something, at least for a tzaddik. It will not lead him to do something which he knows to be untrue. Rather, what the shaykhad, what the bribery does is, it causes you not to see the matter as it is in its honest truth nor because you took bribery now you're thinking about yourself in other words you're somebody that can take money over an issue not that you plan to say a lie over it to give the wrong ruling over it but what it causes is you become the focus not the truth of the matter you think about yourself, you think about your own needs. And therefore, this does not allow you to be able to see the true, the true honest uh, idea of what it truly is. You don't get to see the truth anymore. Because you become the focus. If you become the focus, it's going to be a truth which is only through your perspective. It's, it, uh, as I said before, it's skewed in the way you see things. And therefore, 
because you're seeing things from somebody's perspective because he gave you the money so then you see it truly like that you'll really see it that way you'll really think that that's the truth this was the reason for the mistake and their descent into such a spiral of the spies what they were lacking was their complete bitl to Meshe Rabbeinu they were lacking the kind of bitl that should even um, permeate the way they, when they are instructed to look at things from their perspective, the way they understand things, they should have had the bitl to Moshe that they stick to what Moshe Rabbeinu told them. And therefore they would be able to see things in their truth not in the way they want to see them since they lacked that bitl of shlach that they were, they were shluchim of Moshe Rabbeinu and they began to see things in their own in the way they see things and therefore they went off let's call it the deep end since they felt their own importance here therefore when they came to the Eretz Yisrael and they saw the giants that roamed the land, because they were looking at it from their perspective, you look at a giant and you become very frightened. Uh, how are we going to deal with this? And so they said, we felt like midgets or like grasshoppers in their eyes or in our eyes. So this was what, what we talked about before. This was a kind of a bribery which called which skewed their understanding of the matter. It skewed it so far that not only were they afraid that they become frightened, but they also said, we won't, we'll never be able to do this. But when a Yid remembers that he is merely a Shliach, Shlach, as the, the, the name of the Seder is Shlach, for Shluch Shluch represents the one who sent him. Because Shliach doesn't have his own, he doesn't represent himself at all. He represents totally and only represents the one who sent him. His entire being at the time when he's busy with his Shlichas is the fact that he represents the one who sent him. When in the Rav Gufa, and in this mat, in that itself, we're not talking about a shliach of just anybody, we're talking about a shliach of Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu's Midasam Emes. Moshe Rabbeinu himself represents truth. He is the man, the person of truth, as the Gemara says. So then, when you see yourself as merely an extension, of, uh, an agent of Moshe Rabbeinu, so you become connected, you are connected to that truth as well. And therefore you do not depart from that truth even for a moment. And everything, everything that you see, everything that you think is only based on that truth. Because the person is not absorbed and preoccupied with himself at all. Nor as when all you're doing is representing Moshe Rabbeinu. You are now on a mission from Moshe Rabbeinu. And then you don't get 
um, you don't get your eyes don't get blinded by what's going on around you and then you can successfully complete the mission of scouting the land it does in fact take your own understanding of the matter you have to apply your own understanding but when you are doing it as a representative of Moshe which is the man of truth so then you do it properly then you will complete your mission properly and then the only conclusion that you can come to is that it's a very good land that Hashem is, is giving to us and that will leads to the conquering of the land of Yisrael in all of its territories and this takes us to the fulfillment of the prophecy as that when Mashiach come, Hashem will give us the entire property, all the properties which had not yet been conquered in the time of Moshe. But via Mashiach Tzidkenu, this will happen when Mashiach comes.